Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're talking week three on the waiver wire. See if there's anybody that can help, you know, win you some games. There's not like the big pickup like we had last week, maybe with uh, Elijah Mitchell, which didn't quite hold completely pan out, but still that's, there's nothing like that this week, I would say, but I have a few names I want to throw out there. I would say, Jeff, I'm going to start right off. Number one, my number one pickup for this week is actually probably going to be Rondale Moore. I've really been impressed with what I've, what I've seen for Rondale Moore so far. He's owned in, let me see. I got the number right here. He's owned in only 19.3% of leagues. So a low number, but from what I've seen so far in that, that passing offense has been great. Rondell Moore, he's showing some stuff after two games. I, I like Rondell Moore. I'm going to go pick him up if I have a chance this week in different leagues. I, and I don't in most of our leagues, but even at 19%, our league seemed to have picked him up. But Rondell Moore, I'm going to throw him on my my roster. My, my roster. He's probably the my number one ad for week three. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, the guy looked great. You're on a, a wonderful offense as long as Kyler is slinging the ball. He's going to be in the mix, and and you want to buy low right now. I mean, right? You want to go out and get him if yeah. he's still available. He's not going to be available much longer, especially if he has another halfway decent game. Oh, so, his, his number's going to jump quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, most of the leagues are going to grab him this week, so you have to go for him. Um, yeah, and and let's be honest, uh, this week around waivers are a little less. <laughs> they're they're a little more picked through. You're a little more confusing. Less numbers were put up this week. So he is kind of the one bright shining star of like, oh, wow, okay, he was a rookie. He was a good spot. When is he going to break out? Everyone holding their breath. He comes out and he has a big game. So now you got to go and get him. I agree with you. Yep. So he's, he's definitely my number one. I think number two is probably going to be Cordell or pa- Cordell Patterson, actually. He's playing a lot for the Falcons. He's getting opportunity and – it's, it's, it's strange because you look at it, it's like seven carries, 11 yards, right? It doesn't look great, but he also caught a bunch of balls. He's getting touchdowns, he's getting opportunity. If you need somebody, if you're in a bind, if you've had injuries all over the place, I mean, I've had, <laughs> had a team where we've had, you know, early on we had Dobbins hurt, we had ETN hurt, all on the same team. We're losing guys like all over the place. You might need to go put a Patterson in your lineup. But Cordell Patterson is owning 7.7% of leagues right now. He's a very interesting act because I don't, again, I don't like Mike Davis that much. I'm not a Mike Davis guy. I don't see why not. Patterson's more interesting. He's more exciting to me. So we can start seeing some more Patterson going on there. I like, I like picking up Patterson too. If you can, if you can put him on the end of your bench, I don't know if I want to try him yet, but if, you know, there's some people in certain spots where you might have to. So go get Patterson. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, it's kind of the wait and see. And uh, right now, he has a running back designation, correct? Yes, he does. In ESPN, he oh, does. There's some, there are some formats where he has wide receiver, though. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's an interesting an interesting guy. They definitely need weapons. So, I, I like that one. That's more of a stash play. Yeah. It, it's just if he, you know, another week where he's getting all this, this work, be like, okay. It becomes more and more interesting, right? But then I'm going to throw out Tony Pollard, right? Tony Pollard, big day for the Cowboys, but we don't know what this is. Is this a split? If it's actually a split, Tony Pollard 
becomes very interesting, I would think. But you <laughs> maybe, I don't know. The Cowboys run offense didn't look great week one. It didn't look great most of last year. It did look good this past week. So we hope it is. But I mean, the best case he can have is a, is a split. That's the best case for Tony Pollard. But still, he, Tony Pollard needs to be rostered. He still is like 38% rostered. He absolutely needs to be on somebody's bench. You have to go get, if you're the Zeke owner, I mean, there's a lot of that means Zeke owners that do not have Tony Pollard. And I don't get that. Go get him. You have to go get Tony Pollard for sure. Go pick him up. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like shame on you if you don't have your handcuff at this point. Now you're going to have to pay for him a little bit. There's not a lot of handcuffs I would even have in leagues. There's just not a lot of them, honestly. Tony Pollard's one of them. Tony Pollard, maybe probably Madison. Um, I'd probably maybe like a Tony Jones, I would say, for um, the Saints. There's just not a lot. And then A.J. Dillon, probably for the Packers. But there's not a lot of handcuffs that I actually would really like to have. But Tony Pollard is completely, obviously, one of those players you need to get. Other pickups, K.J. Osborne, he's interesting to me after two weeks of getting some action there for the Vikings. Can this offense sustain a third receiver? We'll find out. I'm not sure, but this was an interesting two weeks. So KJ Osborne don't feel as strong about that one right away, but it's still an interesting pickup. I would say. And then at that point, I'm going to move over to quarterbacks. We got a few of them, right? Derek Carr has to be a pickup the way we've, what we've seen for two weeks from Derek Carr in against, you know, Good teams. Why Derek Carr has to be picked up next week. He gets Miami, but Miami did not look good against the Buffalo. Derek Carr gets Miami. I feel really good about that one. But this watch. This is where the letdown happens, right? But Derek Carr needs to be a pickup for you. Um, Derek Carr. Like we, I think we talked about in the last episode. You'd rather play Derek Carr probably than Tannehill at this point, and some other guys. Like I'd rather play Derek Carr than Jameis after even though Jameis had one big week. I want Derek Carr over Jameis. Probably Derek Carr over. What about like Joe Burrow? Yeah, I, right now, yes. The way well, especially he's playing, especially with the matchup, yeah. Well, Burrow's playing at Pittsburgh this week, so you're definitely going to go yeah, his, with, with Tannehill. He's definitely going to be lower, or especially after what happened this week. Yeah. Derek Carr, he's going to go over a lot of guys that you weren't thinking early on in the year. Other pickups for quarterback. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, to me, is actually interesting. He, he's been solid. He plays the Jets this week. So I've liked what I've seen from him. Playing the Jets, if you're looking for streaming, if you can't get Derek Carr, I think Teddy Bridgewater is an interesting choice. So I might go look at that one. Then if Justin Fields available in your in your leagues and he's the quarterback, I don't know if I'd play him this week. He's playing at Cleveland. I know that's going to be like a popular pickup, but I don't – I wouldn't – if this – let's say this became his like his first NFL start. I don't know how I feel about that playing at Cleveland. I just don't have a good feeling about it. No, yeah, I would I would not start him. I mean, the the only hope you're you're having is like, oh wow, what if he rushes for quite a bit, right? You're looking for yep. that. And it, it could happen, but that is not the the defense I want to try that out on, especially when there's a quite there's a handful of quarterbacks that have really good matchups that even if they're a crap team, you know, they could put up fantasy mm-hmm. points. I would not test out fields this week. But I understand being if you want to grab him and put him on your bench and mm-hmm. find out how he's looking, I'm totally okay with that. But if you wanted to go, if you're just looking for a streamer, I mean, Derek Carr would be number my number one. Teddy Bridgewater is actually very solid. And then the other, Kirk Cousins, uh, he's actually looked pretty good. Um, he's going See, against Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's defense has been okay. They're not yeah, I'm they, worried about it all. You know, 
with Wagner, I mean, he had a crazy game yeah. this week. I mean, I don't, I forget how many tackles he had, like eighteen or something. But um, you know, you're wondering if, if Delvin Cook doesn't um, doesn't do what he did this week. Uh, mm-hmm. he, you know, Kirk Cousins is very capable of throwing three touchdowns, so I like that. My one question to you, as far as streaming quarterbacks, the one that is interesting to me um, is Daniel Jones. Yep, he's that's the, that's the other one for me. Yep. team, but he's actually done pretty well because of you know rushing or whatever. And now you're about to go against Atlanta. Would you be willing to play him? And and we're honestly, yeah. Uh, if I'm if I'm streaming, I might. Um, I'd obviously try to go with Derek Carr first in in Bridgewater and Cousins. I'd want those guys over him. But if that's what I end up with, it's a solid matchup, and I'm okay with it. So I'd be I'd be okay with it, and think you know we might get you two touchdowns. It might not be pretty, but. Overall, but he, I think, and oh, and then Sam Darnold at Houston. That's that's an interesting one to me too. Sam Darnold I, has been interesting for two weeks, so okay. uh, I, I get but, that. But I would definitely put him down below all the other guys. Would he? I'm, because I'm trying to think of who would be a starter that I actually start him over. I mean, at that point, would would he? Would you still start him over, say, a Tannehill? Mm. Like at this point, are you just benching Tannehill? Because who would Darnold actually start over? That's the hard part. There's, I mean, if you, if you're just in the streaming mode, like I am, I that's that's a possible one. It really is. Like I, this week, I, like I started Baker, right? I don't know if I want Baker. Baker's playing in Chicago next week. Maybe Chicago's been okay, but you know, I might go with that. But Sam Darnold, I'm telling you, Houston, I don't, I don't love that team. So they don't really have too much on defense. So I mean, yeah, Darnold's probably down there, but him and Jones to me are very equals. I would say okay. in that in that regard. Yeah, but there's actually you know what? there's a lot of streaming quarterback options this week. There really is. This is one of the better weeks I've seen for streaming quarterback options. So if you if you're going that route, I bet you can find somebody that'll work out for you here this this week. But I don't know, I don't know if you missed. Is there any other guys that I'm missing this week that we need to go pick up on the waivers? Because it's it's definitely um, uh, not 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 as big of a week for you. Yeah, no. I mean, the only other guy that I don't think we mentioned would be Christian Kirk. I think he's still only owned in twenty five percent of yeah, leagues. Yeah, he's the other he's one. He's still yeah, and he's and he's a little safer than maybe the other guys, but he doesn't have as much upside. I mean, yep. that's probably how it's looking right now. But I think he is yep. a very solid pick. Pickup. Yep, I'm, I like that one too. And yep. is there? I I really do not have a tight end. But if you had to stream a tight end right now, do you do you have any uh, that you could throw out there? Because right now, under forty percent is usually what we're talking about. It's ugly and it gets ugly in a hurry. <laughs> no, I don't feel good about any of it. With the, I don't either. Uh, if you go under forty percent, um, yeah, don't I, I don't love any of those picks if, when you're going that low. Um, Hunter Henry, that might I just might take a shot. You know, that's I I don't like any of these options right now. That it's not very deep position. So probably honestly, Hunter Henry, I know there's some talent there, right? And that's about all I'm hoping for. And yeah, don't, it's ugly. It's ugly at tight end. I don't, I don't know. Yep. Yep. But all right, there we go. Waiver wire telling you, that's why I went on my rant about Elijah Mitchell, even though it didn't, it's not maybe looking great this week, but there aren't that many chances. I'm telling you on the waivers, it doesn't happen that often where you get these big time players that you can, that can possibly change your season. Elijah Mitchell jury's out on that one. If he could be that guy, but most weeks there's not even a guy that's that potential. So take your shots. If the next one that comes along, if you didn't take a shot on Mitchell, go take that shot because I don't know how quick it's how how long, you know, how many more chances there'll be. So this week three shows you that, right? When we're looking at Rondell Moore and Cordell Patterson as our top pickups, and we're not at all sure we'd even start them. 
So yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you get your shot, go take it, right? But all right, that'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.